Hey guys, welcome back to another week of Autastic, your comedian's guide to autism. I'm one of your hosts, my name is Kirk Smith, and my co-hosts... Graham K. Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in again, tuning in on your internet tuner. Um, <laughs> we are both comedians with autistic people in our lives. I've got an autistic brother, and Kirk over there has an autistic son. Uh, Peter, as most of you know, is my brother, and we are going to hear... From him in person. Boom. For the first time ever. Not on the phone. You know, well, we have, I guess he's done some. Oh, that's not true. We've done some post Star Wars interviews that you've that's, recorded. I was going to say Star Wars interviews. But this is going to be live with you on on, uh, on uh, FaceTime. So it's going to be the first time Kirk is ever going to like see Peter while he talks. So, like, kind of first time meeting him. It's very exciting stuff. Um, I know Kirk is really pumped. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's going to be great. That's I know, I, great. and I know Peter's extremely excited. I told Peter, and he said, "Okay." Um, I think uh, he's uh, he's mimicking me. I think, yeah, it sounds like me. Yeah. <laughs> so I can't wait to carry the interview. <laughs> That's going to be fun, but it's going to be uh, yeah. So I am, uh, I am in. Uh, Back home, I'm in Ottawa for the holidays. This is the holiday special. It's We're in that weird chunk of time between Christmas and New Year's. Actually, no, today is New Year's, New Year's Eve, right? Sure. It is. Yeah, it is. It is New Year's Eve. It happens here before. You're in Hawaii, so I don't even know I what. I am in Hawaii. Yeah. yeah. When does it become, because I know that New Zealand has already celebrated new years they celebrated when i woke up and uh so you're so close to that timeline in hawaii oh no two two hours behind la so we're at the end of the line end of the line you'll be you'll be asleep by the time i celebrate yeah i like to party though oh, five yeah. hours difference it'll be five in the morning your time i hope yeah i should be in bed for god's sakes um <laughs> yeah you're visiting family in hawaii you're you got the antibodies, so you're just, you know. I'm hanging out. I know. I, I feel yeah. like with that sweatshirt, you have to sleep by five in the morning. That's they send yeah, you I to gotta, bed. I gotta. I have. Like, I'm wearing a cardigan, and uh, you know what? It's, it's a cozy. It's a cozy time of year. I don't have to. I don't have to. Uh, you have to justify it to anybody. Yeah. Yeah, your high fashion standards. You don't have to be a fashion slave. I'm wearing a Johnny Cash shirt I bought somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some reprint that you bought at Walmart. So. No, I bought it at your favorite store, the Big D. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they they used to be called the Big D, and then they closed down, and we all thought, everyone in the neighborhood thought they were closing, and then they rebranded as D2, I guess somebody D2. told them the big D was a little too risque. This is a first-generation immigrants. They don't know. It's fine. They don't know. <laughs> big D, probably not the best choice <laughs> of a name for a clothing store. Um, but anyway, this is, uh, like I said, autistic. So how how is your son JJ doing? My son JJ is doing good. Um it's kind of a funny thing because uh, I'm here with my sister's family and my sister has two little girls and the oldest is autistic. And so it's interesting. Sorry, I'm getting situated here. In my, my, my bed. Uh, it's interesting to, uh, I didn't see, know that. 
Oh, I thought we talked about this. Oh, well, oh it doesn't maybe. matter. Uh, but it's interesting to see like the discussions from outside. You know, I'm not the dad, and I'm not the, mm-hmm. and and there's different levels of severity. But um, it's very interesting to see it from the outside, how you know they're they deal with it, and and to um, yeah, it's just very interesting to see like see it that direction. Right, and you do you feel like you're critiquing, and you have to bite your lip a lot, or what? Now the opposite. I, my sister's like, well, I'm open to any advice you have. I'm like, I have no advice. <laughs> like, uh, uh, is, have... is, the, is her daughter a, a different end of the spectrum? Because yeah. JJ so is her daughter's like verbal quite severe. And her daughter's very verbal and she's four. But there's a couple mm. things that like, it's funny how other kids are very quick to pick stuff up. So one of the issues she has is when she'll go and talk to somebody else. Uh, her name's Olivia. When Olivia will go and talk to another little kid about her age, you know, sometimes the kid will say, you know, like, no, what's wrong with you or whatever, like be a little rough with her when what she does mm-hmm. is she does a lot of, of parroting of like uh, she she watches a lot of shows and she'll parrot a lot of uh, uh, verbiage or sure. language that she's heard. So it's like, hi, yep. my, and she'll do it like in a very sing song voice like they do in cartoons, like. Mm-hmm. Hi, you guys want to play? And then, like, another kid will look at like, why are you talking like that? <laughs> so it's like, it's interesting to see. Yeah, and that's one of my sister's concerns is like the other, usually the adults are like a little more understanding, but the other kids can be like unknowingly very mean, you know, at that age. Yes. And my brother is, had to go to therapy for right. his, his bullying that happened to him um, at that he age. He still talks about, yeah. That's all he talks about, but he's fine. So it's interesting. It's interesting to see the the different ideas and the and the, the um. I, I watched him the other night, and it's interesting to see the interaction between the two kids, the two little girls, and uh, the the little one, the younger one, is very very bright and just like, and a little, not manipulative, but a little bit. Uh, I don't know what the right word is, but like she knows how to push buttons. She knows how to like. Mm-hmm. How old is she? She's two. Wow. But and uh, and but then the other funny thing about Olivia is like when she if 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 Cecilia Cece uh, manipulates her too much, Olivia will just like take whatever she wants because she's like <laughs> I'm a bigger. lot bigger. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's interesting, like the ones. And the other funny thing about Olivia is she doesn't really know how to lie. So like if uh, if we're coming there, like Cecilia, the little one's crying. Like, why is she crying? I took her toy and then I pushed her. <laughs> it's, just, <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> what are you gonna do about it? There's no like, she doesn't quite get that she shouldn't do that. Like, why is she crying? I pinched her. Like, she'll just straight up, you know, confess to whatever she's done. So, uh, it's interesting. It's interesting to see, you know, other people do it and uh, and. Uh, yeah, I'm so hesitant to give advice because the stuff's so layered and nuanced and, like, I don't know, man. Well, you know more than her, I'm sure. Yeah. So I tried to give... When she asks me very pointed questions, I'll I'll reply. I just don't want to sound like a know-it-all. Yeah, you don't want to make up stuff you don't know about. But I feel like, you know, we have been doing this podcast for five years, right? Is it that long? Yeah. And now, yeah. And we've, you know, we picked some stuff up. Well, and I raised a kid for twenty years who had autism too. But yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, that that too. That might help. <laughs> yeah. But it is just very interesting to see it through somebody else's eyes. Yeah. And how does that make you feel? Do you feel like 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 what do you mean by that? Um the level of severity is much lower. She's verbal. She's mostly potty trained. But it's interesting to see how when things are even just still a little off of what would be considered a little different than what we considered normal, then it still causes a lot of hiccups. So, you know, we... um. We went to the beach. I've been going to the beach every day. <laughs> I went to the beach, and she went up to these other little kids and asked to borrow. She did, like, all the things her therapist is explaining, like, go up and say hi, introduce yourself. Hi, my name is Olivia. Hi, Olivia. How you doing? Can I borrow your shovel? And then the kid's like, no. And then, <laughs> so then, then she had, like, a total meltdown because she didn't understand why not. I did. I introduced myself. Right. I asked, can I use your shovel? Right. I'm trying to share. And so I think that's what's interesting, whereas she's obviously way closer than to integrating than my son is or has been, but things can still not go right, and it can still throw right. her for a loop. And I'm sure it's similar right. to probably what Peter experiences, where he's expecting, he did the little things, and so yes. he's expecting a certain response that he doesn't get. Yes. Yeah. And it's a constant battle to sort of to keep, keep him up with making an effort yeah because he gets beaten down even once you know he, it's hard for him to even remember the time where it did work right you know so it's interesting that like even though the severity might be completely different how much it changes the parent's life is similar more similar than you would think yeah, I mean, there's some big wins that she's got going for her. That, that Potty uh, trained. Potty trained. Yeah. yeah. And you know how I know if she's going to the bathroom? Because <laughs> uh, she has a little bit of GI issues, like a lot of kids with autism. But if she's on the toilet and she starts to go, she's starting to poo, she'll raise her arms and be like, it's working. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> I feel like doing that sometimes. <laughs> Which is pretty great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's working. <laughs> <laughs> it is. A human body is an amazing organism. It is an amazing machine. Um, uh, well, I, 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 I've had a wonderful trip. It's been great having Peter hang out. He, what's, this is like your longest you've been home in a while, right? Hanging out with him? Yeah, this it's going to be 10 days, yeah. and he stayed here for the first five days. Then he got tired of my parents, mainly my mom, and and then went <laughs> back to his apartment for the past three days. But he came back today, and he packed a bag. He's going to stay the night. We're gonna I leave day nice. after tomorrow, and so we're going to hang out all day today and tomorrow, and I have a couple... I'm I'm gonna have um, I some uh, a friend that he knows, and another friend that he knows from high school over in the garage, socially distant with the garage door open, um, and so he's excited about that, 
and um, yeah, he's everything is he's good. We've had a lot of good brother time. Um, but oh, and so we we you know we gave each other presents. Obviously, it's Christmas, and um, I'm gonna tell. Let me let's pause it. I'm gonna bring him in. I'm gonna tell the story right. in front of him, and then I'll let him respond. So let's pause it, and when we come back, Peter will be on the show. Okay, so we are back with uh, my brother, Peter. Nice. You are meeting Kirk for the first time. What do you think about Kirk? Nice to see you, Pete. He's great. Oh, yeah. you too, Pete. Well, well, Kurt, you know, I do look like Peter Parker who became Spider-Man. You do look like Peter Parker from Spider-Man. <laughs> yep, that's nice. Uh, so I'm going to tell a story, Peter, about Christmas, and then you're going to give your version of the story after, okay? Sure. Okay, so what happened was is I had a friend on the phone, Jeff, and we were talking, telling Jeff, this is right after, this is Christmas Day after, after the presents and everything like that. I mean, Christmas, this is the night, before, right before dinner. And um, the, the dog, we were introduced, I want to show Jeff on FaceTime, the dog. We got this little half Jack Russell, and Jack Russells can never get tired. Female beagle. Uh, female beagle, yeah. Uh, maybe a, it doesn't matter. So I'm not. And a very tiny dog. A lot of energy. And then she was so tired. I thought, I, like, I was showing Jeff on FaceTime. And I was like, I don't know. She's never this tired. And I was worried that maybe she swallowed something. And uh, and then I was like, oh, well, I'm sure she's just had a long day. All, all the right, excitement right. or whatever. And then, and then I was like, okay, let me, uh, let, let, let's, you know, Jeff knows Peter. So let's show you Peter. So I bring the phone to Peter. And Jeff goes, you know, how was your day, Peter? And then Peter told him that he uh, took the dog and walked all the way to the Salvation Army, which is like an hour walk, uh, and donated the presents I gave him that morning. Uh, and the dog was exhausted. Her little legs went on a two-hour walk. <laughs> Wait, the Star Wars stuff got donated? Well, it was just an old, well, it was a Star Wars large t-shirt and one of these Spider-Man figures that I already got. I once already got. But you asked me for those figures. Yes, but I, I was once already able to get one of these figures, and I did keep two of these ones, and that's good. So I found out that he asked me for these, had no confidence I would buy them for him, <laughs> or couldn't wait, and then went to the store and bought them himself. Perfect. <laughs> and then donated what I bought him within two hours of unwrapping them. Well, I do have the figures which are Dr. Octopus and, I mean, Dr. Octopus and Mysterio. You like the Mysterio one I got you? Yep. And what was the other one I got you? I got you three. Well, the third one was Peter Parker, but I already had that kind of figure. So you, re you returned that one, too. Okay. Well... <laughs> What's <laughs> well, good? That was that. <laughs> you Ruthless. Got, you got some, Peter is all business. You got some good exercise. Yes but, yes, but Kurt, when I donate stuff, it's better than throwing away into the trash. But I don't want to throw away unless they got broken or died down. I agree. Somebody else might enjoy it. I agree. Mm -hmm. Yeah, somebody else might like Peter. But Parker. I guess I like to donate more often than throw away. That's a good habit. You're doing a good job of getting on longer walks too, which is good for That's exercise, great. right? And besides, during the December. 29th and 30th 2020 i took myself for i took myself outside for two 
Great Hall long, long outdoor walk times. Fantastic. Fitness is very key, even in the winter. Well, Peter, thank you for being on the show. I appreciate it. Shake hands with me. Nice. Great to meet Uh, you, Peter. Good to see you, buddy. Say bye to Kirk. It's Kirk with a a K. Bye, Kurt. Nice nice to see you, Peter. Nice to see you, buddy. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Well, that's great. Seems like Pete's doing good. Yeah, he is doing. He's doing pretty well. Um, he's happy. It's good to have him back. It's, you know, we're getting. We wrestled today. That was fun. He oh yeah. Has, he has this thing where he like comes in and takes off my socks. First, he ties them together, and then he <laughs> takes them off. Well, first. First, what he'll do is he'll crack my toes, and it hurts. Like he does, he just pushes down as hard as he can, and he sprains them. And then he takes my two socks and he ties them together, like while they're still on my feet, and then walks away. All right. So, I don't know if that's wrestling, but I like it. Yeah. Well, then we wrestled. Then I like got up and got him, but I got him pretty good. (laughs) But (laughs) what do you what do you do? Do like try to pin him? You tickle him? What do you do? I just tickle him and stuff, and uh, yeah, and we like, you know, he likes this hand thing where we like grab each other's hands, and um, also we play Bert and Ernie, and I, he does not like that I wear my glasses, and I was trying to figure out why. He's like, you should take, you shouldn't wear your glasses. Why do you wear your glasses all the time? And eventually, I was like, Peter, why don't you like? Do you hate my glasses? He's like, I never said I hate your glasses. He's just like, you know. When we're playing Bert and Ernie, uh, Bert, you're Bert, and Bert doesn't have glasses. Of course. <laughs> you got like, to be method. You got to be a method actor. Yeah. So when he came today, I ran down the stairs. I was like, Ernie. He's like, Graham, B- Bert doesn't have glasses. Not with the glasses. That's the biggest part of disbelief, not the fact that you're not yellow or two feet tall. Yeah, exactly. It's the fact yeah. that you wear glasses. I but my it. hair is similar, so that that is that is one thing. It's becoming similar, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're getting that Ottawa cabin look. It's very <laughs> du jour. <laughs> well, we have a fun in the news this week. Um, yeah, this it, is an interesting did, one. We didn't want to go too depressing. Um because it is the holidays. Happy Hanukkah um, to all, uh, all you out there who celebrate that. And, you know, you get it. But, yeah, so we want, and, and Christmas. And, and, and Merry whatever. Christmas to and you guys. Of course, yeah. big time Christmas. <laughs> We're Christmas people over here. Um, and whatever. So, anyway, um, this is an interesting one. You found it today. Do you want to take it away? Anthony Hopkins was diagnosed with Asperger's in 2014, which made him a, quote, loner, he says. There's been a number of studies conducted that have explored the connection between individuals with autism and their ability to come up with, quote, unusually creative ideas. The research may have been spurned on by the fact that tons of notable artists and figures like Tim Burton, Lewis Carroll, and even Albert Einstein are reportedly autistic. And so it's one of the most, and so is one of the most celebrated actors of all time, Anthony Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins revealed that he has uh, that he was autistic in a 2017 interview. The Oscar-winning actor revealed in an interview for the Daily Mail that he was diagnosed with Asperger's, which falls under the umbrella of autism in 2014, when he was about 77 years old. 
The actor has stated that he be- he believes being on the spectrum has helped contribute to the fact that he is mainly a quote a loner. He added, "I could never maybe settle he's anywhere. just seventy seven. Hear any jibber jabber." I don't want to disparage him if he seems, if he feels like, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't go what, to parties. What 77-year-old man is not a loner? <laughs> That's what I want to know. But I get it. I'm joking. Anyway, uh, I was troubled. Uh, I was causing trouble, especially in my early years. And don't go to parties and don't have many friends. Uh, writes that individuals with the Asperger's often exhibit remarkably, remarkable rote memory skills and tend to focus on a few very narrow interests very narrow interests. In Hopkins' case, these traits were proven to be advantageous as an actor. Hopkins' ability to memorize lines has actually astounded many of Hollywood's most powerful and influential directors. Cast and crew and members of the 1997 film Amistad couldn't believe that the actor was able to memorize a seven-page courtroom monologue and deliver the entire speech in one single take. After that, director Steven Spielberg reported only referring to Anthony Hopkins as Sir Anthony, not Tony. That's uh, Hopkins himself, yeah, that's, that's a crazy seven story. Pages. Yeah, Hopkins himself has also stated that he's meticulous. He works in his roles. I like to deconstruct, to pull a character apart, to rework what makes them tick. And in my view, and my view will not be the same as anyone else. In addition to being an accomplished actor, he's also a tremendous musician and painter. Ever since the COVID nineteen lockdown, he's amassed a prolific body of new work, which can be seen on his Instagram posts. Okay. I'm going to jump forward to not play his Instagram posts. The actor has been sober since 1975, according to people who reported that he celebrated 45 years of clean living after almost, quote-unquote, drinking himself to death. In a Twitter video, he said, I was headed for disaster, drinking myself to death. I'm not preaching, but I've got a message, a little thought that said, do you want to live or do you want to die? And I said, I want to live. And suddenly the relief came, and life has been amazing. Um... Hopkins has been vocal about his struggles growing up in a quote-unquote dysfunctional household and growing up being bullied. Then there's the fact that even though he didn't get his big break until 1991's Silence of the Lamb, when he was 54 years old, he'd been acting at age 18. From all accounts, it seems that he's thoroughly enjoying his life, and his social media accounts contain some of the most wholesome, wonderful content on the Internet. Also, he's one of the most sought-after performers, blah, 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 blah. I'll just finish. Also, he's one of the softer performers in the world who crushes in, in every single role he's in. What a legend. This feels like this is written by a BuzzFeed article. But there you go. Well, the the what was the name of the website? It's like got a hilarious Distractify. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's not exactly the New York Times or no, it's not. whatever your version of the New York Times is. Um, yeah. So distractify.com, which is not a word. But anyway... <laughs> Yeah, that's that's interesting. It's interesting that he is ha- he ha- shows traits of having autism or is someone with autism. It makes sense why he's such an incredible actor. He can mimic. We were talking about how your niece can mimic. Maybe that helps him. Yeah. Um, be an actor. He's like, what would a serial killer <laughs> act like? <laughs> it is funny that his brick brick came at fifty four too. Yeah. I saw your eyes light up when you read that. Uh, that was the light draining from my eyes, but close. I don't give you, you're like, oh, I got time. <laughs> um, I've got six weeks. I've got, yeah, I've got a few, couple years. <laughs> wow. Maybe this podcast will blow up. This niche autism podcast will put me over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
seven pages. That is incredible. Absolutely amazing. I have you ever okay, you you and I have both tried acting, um, me more than you. And it, That's not it, true. I think we've both tried it. You've had more success. <laughs> sure. Moderate success. Very, very moderate. But anyway, the it's like r- really I mean, I have a tough time remembering lines. It's one of the reasons I think why I haven't had more success. I'm bad in auditions because I just they give you a day to memorize pages. But it's like It would take me to memorize. I could never do it. I could ne- I could never memorize uh, one page. This guy's got seven pages of dialogue. It's crazy. One crazy. take. One take. I can't imagine. And that's they don't call you one take Graham for nothing. <laughs> it, it just gives you the ability. That I yeah. <laughs> I can only do things where I can write my own lines. But anyway, well, they, that's the they, problem I have with stuff like that. Was I'll memorize the idea, but then I'll like make it my own, and that's not what they want usually. That's not what <laughs> they like, want. Do the lines that we wrote. Exactly. But the, <laughs> that is such a huge advantage in acting because then once because once you have the lines, you're not thinking about the lines. You can be yeah. the character. You can worry about mannerisms and how this person would act and certain reactions to a some you can just react better to what other people are saying and just be yourself in that role you know and i'm always like oh here comes the part where i say this is this the thing i say and then that's the look i have on my face (laughs) 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 oh that's funny yeah i think it's interesting interesting. a couple things as article first don't give up and then secondly, I think there's uh, there's room for everybody in this crazy little world. Yeah, there's room but for I also, cra- all of us, yeah. For sure. But I also understand the drinking aspect of it. I mean, I'm we joke that I may have autism, and it it you know may or may not be that much of a joke, but I'm certainly undiagnosed, so I don't want to take away from people who are actually diagnosed and actually dealing with it. And But I know I have a lot of anxiety, and I know that my brother drinks a lot because he has anxiety social anxiety and it calms him in social situations so i'm sure that you know he's a young actor he's in order to get jobs he's got to be in social situations you know it's hard to look at people's faces it's hard to just absorb all that and you got a little buzz going you can not worry about it as much yeah but he felt like it was killing him so the right move was well he was drinking so much it was killing he was he was addicted you know so he he was able to luckily wean himself off, but I, the initial draw towards it—how do you get addicted? I—I I understand it's a dangerous thing. It's something that we're worried about with Peter. It's something that I mean, I'm not worried about with myself, but for health reasons, I would love to drink a lot less. I'd like to, you know, I'd like to have at least one ab. Um, uh, we just need to figure out a way to to manipulate your mind. I've got it. Graham, I've heard that drinking thins your hair. So, for your own good, <laughs> it's like I'm done. I quit today. I only, yeah, <laughs> I only have about thirty left on the top. So, oh, uh, if you did hear that though, you'd be like, I'm done. That's funny. Yeah, I gotta. I just have full coverage. If I lose like two hairs, I will not have full coverage anymore. <laughs> your hair looks fine. I'm just saying. The irony is, if you really thought, oh that yeah, you I know, I know, that. I get it, I get it. <laughs> I'm just trying to paint a picture. 
I'm about <clears throat> 70 beers away from being bald. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Well, well, Kirky. Well, I did want to say, for those of you who celebrate Christmas, Merry Christmas. And if you celebrate Hanukkah, Happy Hanukkah, of course. And uh, if you don't celebrate anything, good luck. I'm joking. If you don't celebrate anything, I hope you had a great time with your family and enjoyed the time off. Not every year is going to be like this. There's going to be some great years ahead for all of us. Um, Happy New Year. Hug your loved ones. Six months. Wishing you guys peace and love. Peace and love. Peace and love. You can get through the next six months. You can do it. Yeah. Um, as Kirk always says, thank you so much for listening. Patreon.com slash Autastic to donate. We really would appreciate that if you would donate uh, to our Patreon. I'm at Instagram K on Instagram, Mr. Graham K on Twitter. It's at Kirk Smith Comedy on all platforms. Rate and review. Blah, 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 blah. Happy New Year. Thank you so much for listening. We love you guys. You can do it. Thank you.